What up, buds? What's up, buds? BJ and Daryl bring to you Buds Watch Wrestling. I'm BJ. And I'm Daryl. And today we are going to talk about NXT TakeOver New Orleans. Or New Orleans. New Orleans. It was awesome. It, yeah. It was one of the best shows. It was super dope. Ever. It was one of the best shows I've ever seen, featuring one of the best tag team matches I've ever seen. Without a doubt, the best uh, unsanctioned match I've ever seen. Yeah, that unsanctioned match was just nuts. The best part of it was like just the story leading up to it. It's been what two years? It was not just the story leading up right. to it, but the story continuing through the right. match. And yeah. right. How are we gonna? Are we just gonna start talking about that match now, or do we want to start no. at the beginning, or yeah, how do we, we do this? Probably start at the beginning. All right, I'm pulling the card up because we right, didn't I think ahead to do that. Oh, okay. No, I have it. The uh, the ladder match was first. Oh my god, it was so fucking dope. Right. Yeah. It was so dope. Right. It was, uh, was it EC3. His debut match. Debut match. Yeah. yeah. Along with Ricochet. Uh-huh. EC match. Uh-huh. Or debut, debut match. Debut match. EC match. EC match. <laughs> Excellent fucking match. <laughs> like, yes. That's, yeah. that's, that's what, what stands EC3 for. stands for. Excellent fucking Excellent match. Excellent fucking match. Yeah. Uh, Adam Cole. Baby. Baby. Velveteen Dream, Lars Sullivan, Sullivan, and Killian Day. So, yeah. So my standouts, okay, I love that pretty much until the end of the match, Velveteen Dream was the only person to touch the NXT Championship belt. Yes, yes, we were keeping count. It was awesome. Like, I didn't see anybody else touch it until, like, Adam Cole did once before he took it, and I think somebody else touched it at some point. Was it Lars? I think so. Or was it EC3? I want to say it was one of those two guys for some reason. But it took forever for a second person to touch that belt. It did. It seemed like forever. Forever. It was awesome, though, because, like, the Velveteen Dream is is amazing. The dude has so much potential. He's so young. Like, he could be your next guy. He could be the next what they want Roman Reigns to be, the next Stone Cold, the next John Cena, the next The Rock. That elbow drop. Oh, it's beautiful. Off the top of the big ladder too was dope right it was dope that was a thing of beauty yes it was I could watch him do that elbow drop all day yeah. long that's like macho right. man elbow drop worthy I want next mix, mix match challenge yeah if they do one I want Velveteen Dream and Kyrie Sane yeah they both the du- double elbows at the right. same time to finish it right how great would that that would be, be fantastic two elbows bam bam off the top rope yeah she has a dope time. she has a dope elbow hers is pretty yeah, yeah. hers is very very nice yeah my um, macho man would be proud. Of either, yeah, he would. I, I think so. Absolutely, yeah. he would. Yeah, he was dope. Right. It was dope. Um, So they they had some pretty neat spots with the ladders I'd never seen before. Yeah. Uh, so that was kind of cool. Yeah, the two different moves on the outside, breaking those ladders. Right. Those were was there. unique, yeah. and we got two in the same match, which in itself is... Now it's not like the TLC, the original TLC matches is a rarity to get mm-hmm. as many big spots as they had in this match. Yeah. Nobody looked bad either. No. Nobody not looked bad all. in that match. Every And I mean, look at the names, though, again. Look at the guys you exactly. just listed off. Like, exactly. To me, EC3 was the biggest unknown because I didn't watch TNA right. ever at any point in time. Yeah. See, I remember when he was Derek Bateman back on okay. the original NXT. Right. And I didn't watch that either, so... Right. Right. Um, 
But I liked him. He, he looked yeah. good. I, I liked his promo when they announced the North American Championship. Yeah. Uh, so he's already proven to me he's good on the mic. He's got a good look. Very muscular dude. He's pretty ripped when he finally took off. I mean, you could tell with his dress shirt on. Like, he barely fit into that fucking thing. But, right. Yeah. It was... It was. He was good. He was... Uh, I expected good things from him. I know the name, obviously. Yeah. I know the reputation. Yeah. I just never had seen him. I mean, he yeah. was dope. The old team dream looks good. Like... When he's sleeping, probably nobody looks that great when they're sleeping. But that dude's just like, yeah. no, he's probably still beautiful. He just he's sleeps. next level, man. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's like Rick Rude and Rude. Prince mm-hmm. and somebody else. Yeah, Velveteen fucking Dream. and Velveteen Dream combined into one person. Exactly, Velveteen Dream and his music's dope too. Yeah. And he exudes confidence. He's like a young gold dust, in a way. Gold dust. That's the other guy. He kind of reminds me of. He's yeah. got some gold dust in him. Yeah, he's got that smoothness him. like gold dust. Yes, does. Yeah. yeah, gold dust did it well. Gold dust has always been smooth. Yeah. So what else about this match? Anything? Um, the belt's dope. It took me a yeah. while to decide on how I felt, and yeah. I like it. I didn't like the red when I first saw it. I like the brown. Mm-hmm. Then I saw a different shade of brown, but it's grown on me. I like it. It looks yeah. good. Yeah, I like. I do like the the, the look of the belt. It looks good on Adam Cole. It does too. <laughs> like I wanted, I wanted EC three to win. I think it would look good on him. Agreed. Um, I think that should be the first feud coming out of this, in my opinion. I would love to see that. I think we're gonna see, but all those guys pair up for the, yeah. their next set of feuds. Honestly, I think yeah. you're gonna get four different feuds out of that match. Well, obviously, I mean, I think Lars Sullivan, Killian Dane. That one's kind of been that. boiling for a while yeah, now, right? We'll good, so that one's good obviously for that. that's going to be excellent. Yeah. I'm excited to see those two big dudes right. go. And then I'd like to see it be yeah, Velveteen Dream and Ricochet. Mm-hmm. I think that would be. A I don't fun think fun matchup. I don't think Ricochet can have a bad match with anybody. No, I just don't think he can. I don't think that's possible. Probably not. And you put him in. I mean, what a learning experience for both of them. I mean, they could get right. To learn from each yeah, other, from absolutely. Each other. And I mean, you know, Velveteen Dream knows more about the WWE machine than Ricochet at this point, mm-hmm. and Ricochet knows more about, I'd like to say, wrestling in general. Right, right. I um, I kind of feel in the same way. No, I guess not so much from each other, but I feel like Lars could learn a lot from Killian Dane because yeah. Killian Dane's way more experienced, right. you know, from his work on the indie scene. Yeah, and. Lars is a homegrown WWE guy. I don't know where he came from before WWE, honestly. I've never looked into it. Yeah, I'm not he sure. He played football or something? Um, he could have been. I mean, he could have been a... He's a big dude. He could have played football. Or yeah. Maybe he was an indie wrestler and just... I didn't... I don't know. Um, the only thing on on Wikipedia is him being a wrestler. So maybe he was one of the... Like us, he was a fan his whole life. He wanted to be a wrestler, and unlike us, he did it. Yeah. I tempted, but I failed because, you know, I'm 6'2 and, like, 140 pounds. So, yeah, like, if X-Pac was still relevant, I could fight X-Pac. Right. Yeah, I tried to wrestle in, like, junior high. Or, no, not even. It was, like, fourth or fifth grade. Well, I did that, too. I meant, like, professional. Right. No, I'm saying I I did amateur and pro. And then I quit because it wasn't WWE. So I did I like, this because I thought it would improve my chances right. of getting into the WWE, right. and I was awful. I didn't put the correlation of the two together. It was like that uh, the episode of South Park. 
Uh, yeah. When they, when they, uh, yeah. yeah sorry. <laughs> just yeah, my phone's distracting you. Yeah. I'm I turning know. it off. I it's didn't realize okay. my ringtone was still on. It's okay. We can edit this out, maybe. Um, where was I? Oh, the episode of South yes. Park um, with wrestling and um, the kids join the wrestling team and they're like, this is bullshit. So, <laughs> okay, so kind of the same thing for me. I went in in like fourth or maybe fifth grade fully expected to be learning how to like, I didn't know the terminology, I didn't know, but what you would learn to take bumps and right. how to not hurt your opponent and how to do move safely. Right. And that's fully what I expect. I was going to learn how to be a wrestler. Right. And then I learned there's amateur wrestling right. and there's professional wrestling. Yeah. And I immediately was like, I don't think I want to do this, but I'm back then was a person that when I set out to do something I didn't like I was not like today where I say I'm going to do something and never do it except I'm actually doing my second podcast now and that's a change of pace but anyways I just I finished things back then I I saw them through and I'm like I'll finish it this season but I'm never doing it again but then as I learned some of the wrestling moves I realized like I've seen Bret Hart do this I've seen Owen Hart do this there's an obvious correlation and I put it together and then I you know grew to be a sixth foot tall man and only gained at that point like 120 pounds so I'm not professional wrestling material no you could be like a bearded James Ellsworth that's extra chin extra chin I don't there know what you no chin and extra chin music oh do we should be well, we should be a tag team there you go right if, you, if anybody out there is listening is, <laughs> is James Ellsworth I'll tag with you, buddy. Like, yeah. I'll do some workout stuff for cardio so I can wrestle more than 20 seconds. And yeah, there you go. Just teach me to take a bump, I guess, and I'll take some bumps. I don't care. It'd be worth it right. to wrestle with one of my heroes, James Ellsworth. I'm so tagging him when I post this, too. Like, totally. We did, uh, yeah. You could hold up the guys at AIW. Yeah. Just up in Cleveland. Yeah. Talk to them. Cleveland, James Ellsworth. See if they can give me the hook up. Yeah. yeah. Once in a lifetime. Exactly. Until the second time it happens. Right. And then the third. And the next thing yeah. you know, we're wrestling. We could throw in the thing. You and James Ellsworth in tag team versus some big guys, but I'll be the referee. There you go. And then, yeah. And then I'll help help you win because I'm into I'm this. The I'm down. Yeah. I'm so, down. And I'll get my first win. We're going to make that happen. Um, yep. Because I do believe we are going to go to the AIW show on the 20th. That's what it's so, looking like. It's looking really good. Uh, really good. Yeah, that looks like a fun show. Yeah. Um, so back to NXT. We yeah, got we should topic. get back to NXT. <laughs> it's cool. We will probably do a review of AIW when we come back from it. So yeah. That sounds like I'm expecting point. it. I, I want to. I think that'll be fun. Yeah. So, um, NXT. So Anything else I about the ladder match? I think we're done with the ladder yeah. match. Yeah, the ending was good. Adam done. Cole got the belt. Yeah. He was yeah. pretty beat up, and he still had the tag team match to mm-hmm. go, so that was kind of, yeah. you know, I fully it expected definitely. at that point that the Indisputed Era were losing the tag titles. Right. So, yeah. yeah. So, all right. Anticipation. So well, then we'll after get to the tag, tag match. And yes. Then, uh, but next was, next was the, women's. the women's championship match. So Shayna versus uh, Ember Moon. Ember Moon. In what was Ember Moon's last NXT match. NXT match. Um, it was good. It was really good. It was a good match. It was not... I went in expecting a little bit more out of it. Yeah. But in some ways... I guess I shouldn't say expecting more. I expected it to be different than it was. And the right. match was completely different than what I expected. But it was still enjoyable. Especially, dude, 
she sold like yeah. nobody's business and with that her like shoulder. ramming her shoulder into yeah. the into the ring post to put it back into pay, place like that was awesome yeah she yeah that shoulder shit and then well with that uh the reaction video of Moro when you could watch him announcing yes and his reaction when she was doing <laughs> right. that like and Percy's too they were both hilarious yeah um no that was one of my favorite like moments of the night yeah really. same here when she's and the, yeah. her scream and she right. looks like she's in pain she and just, did um that was very enjoyable there was only I think one other person all weekend that sold pain as well as she did in my opinion and that was Shane McMahon yeah. When he was like clutching his side and stuff, right. like I mean, he looked like he was in pain. It was way better than uh, that one Raw where Kevin and Sammy power bombed him backstage <laughs> in a thing, and he just like groaned for I don't know two minutes before the <laughs> camera cut. It was so ridiculous. That was bad. It was yeah. really bad. Um, but no, the match. I, yeah, the style of the match I thought was a little bit different. It mm-hmm. ended how I expected. Same. And yeah. Then, you know, Shane, Shane was going to win. It was Denver's time to come up. Right. She's, um, it's been a year. It's, right. Shane, it's Baszler's turn for a year now. Exactly. Or so. Well, I could see her coming up before that, honestly. Yeah. Question it. I mean, <clears throat> now who does Shane feud with now, next? Nikki Cross. Emma's gone. Nikki Cross. She's still there, but mm-hmm. Iconic's gone. So. Iconic's are gone. Kyrie Sane's still sitting there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say Kyrie until... For a little bit, they've been uh, they've been pushing Bianca Belair quite a bit lately too. So that could be another, not right now, but near future contender. Or there's always Dakota Kai. They've they've been pushing her Mm -hmm. a lot too lately, and she's really good. And she's already got some heat with Baszler, so a feud there makes sense. Mm -hmm. Uh, I could get behind that. that, Yeah, I don't think she wins it though. No, I don't either. She. I think <sighs> Nikki Cross might be the only person I could realistically see taking the belt from Baszler at this yeah. point. That's why I can't wait till the next May Young Classic. Yeah, Maybe it's this summer. Is I think so. I, I hope they need to replenish yeah. the women's exactly. roster big time. Big time. They did yeah. a much better job of building up the men and the tag team, so they didn't get ravished mm-hmm. by call ups this year like they did last year. Right. Luckily, McIntyre didn't get hurt until the men's division had been built back up. And it didn't take long because Andrade turned himself around huge yeah. last year. Yeah, but did. Yeah, I don't know where Baszler goes from here. Yeah. It's, I think it's Dakota. You give her a first win over Dakota. That one just makes sense because there's already a right. story there. Exactly. The storyline's already wrote. Yeah. And then after that, then you can either... Go Kyrie Sane for a little while. Have that culminate. Uh-huh. It's SummerSlam, yeah. Brooklyn, mm-hmm. or wherever the hell it is this year. SummerSlam is Brooklyn again this year. Is it? Is yeah. it this is the last Yeah, year. this is year three, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because so. last year was TakeOver 2. Yeah, okay. this year's TakeOver 3. So. Brooklyn 3. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Uh, Either way, they're in Brooklyn way. this year, and then right. they move, I think. Yeah, so. And what was after the women's match? Was the women's it the tag match, match was the tag match. So out comes battered and bruised Adam Cole. Bebe. Bebe with his brand new championship. Just looks so good and on him. I know we already said it, but it looks, looks so good. good on him. What looks better is uh, the tag belt on Kyle O'Reilly, especially when he air guitars air guitar. on it. Yep. I love that. Me too. I'm a huge fan. He's hilarious. Uh, yeah, he, uh, I know his name, but didn't really know him 
Yeah. I knew the other guys better when they three on the three right. of them came in. Exactly. Everybody knows Adam Cole. I mean, he's right, Adam baby. Cole, baby. And right. and I knew Fish pretty well, but I didn't really know Kyle O'Reilly that well. He has been really impressive, not just in the ring, really? but his backstage shenanigans and whatnot are really fun, and he's a good time. Yeah. The uh, I like the dude. Yeah. When he kind of hulked up. Yeah. And then just fell out of the ropes. <laughs> that, was, <laughs> that was excellent. Yeah. And the air guitar, like you mentioned, it's yeah. Hulk Hogan, too. Exactly. Like, obviously, the dude loved him some Hollywood. But he looked, he seemed to have more fun with it than Hogan did. <laughs> Which is kind of funny, too. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, that whole match was yeah. so insane. Good. And I mean, they did what most of the match. Adam Cole was through a table. Mm-hmm. Which to take that table bump, you know. Yeah, after, that after what he'd already match. went through. And then, but at least he didn't have to do... But then, yeah, at the end there, you know, it really looked like Roderick Strong and Pete Dunne were going to win the match. Yeah, yeah. And Roddy yeah. Strong said, nope. Nope. Swerve. Fuck you. I'm... Fuck you guys. I'm, I'm going, going home. With the Undisputed Era. I still think the best <laughs> was him taking the armband off Adam Cole, like forcing yeah. it off of him and yeah. shoving it on his own arm. Because it played back into when Cole tried to get him in before War Games. And right. it's just fucking... The storytelling in NXT so is genius and next level right now yeah. for wrestling. It really is. It was so good. And then... Uh, did you see the backstage WWE.com exclusive? I think so, but Where, I'm not like, recalling covered it. covered the microphone? No. Uh, I don't guess I yeah, did see Yeah, they went this. to ask him... I forget which one it was. If it's not Renee or... Jojo, Jojo, Charlie, Charlie. I know Charlie. That's about it. But anyway, she went and asked him, you know, what was up with this, and um, asking Adam Cole. Yeah. And then, um, Roderick Strong said, "I got this," and whispered into Cole's ear, and then they just turned around and walked away. Nice. It was. It was pretty. That's good. pretty dope. I didn't yeah. catch that. I missed yeah. that one. It was pretty good. I usually try to go catch all those, too, and look and see what WWE posts. I didn't even think about it. Mm-hmm. Paris WrestleMania was the next day, and it was right. seven hours long, exactly. so... Yeah. I'm, like, <laughs> still trying to catch up on wrestling from WrestleMania weekend. There's so, so much. much. But, yeah, that tag match was... Mm-hmm. If you haven't seen it, and you're listening to us, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> like, exactly. seriously. Yeah, that's true. Because this is our first episode. Right. It was one of the best matches ever. Ever. And the fact that, like, the tag match, it uh, it was not only for the titles, it was for the Dusty right. Championship, too. So, they got some, they're sitting on some hardware over there in Undisputed Era, and I love it. Like, tag Team Championships, North American Championship, and the Dusty Classic for the exactly. next year. Yeah. Right. Right. That's pretty sweet. Hey, I've come to really like the Dusty Classic. And I think, it'd be great, they should have... Or they're not doing a cruiserweight. What are they doing? They're doing the women's? They're doing another UK. Oh, another UK. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. I was thinking Roddy needs to win one of those tournaments, because that would be awesome, but... You know, they've already shown him on 205. That's true. I'm not thinking a 205 tournament or anything along those no. lines. We're but thinking that means there's no issue with him being on main roster. Frederick Strong wins King of the Ring, dude. He's the only guy yeah. from NXT in King of the Ring, and he wins the whole fucking deal. That would be cool. Yeah. I am curious to the format. Because, like, I've heard that it's going to be a UK... At first, I heard the UK was... 
the King of the, the Ring. King of the right, Ring. Right, I heard the same thing, but then I heard they were going to be two distinct shows. Yeah, that's what I thought. There's going to be a UK tournament and there's going to be a King right. of the Ring, but the King of the Ring supposedly was encompass all branches of WWE. Uh, so NXT, okay. UK, 205, SmackDown, Raw. I okay. guess that's it. I guess it's just the five of them. Right. Still a lot, which is awesome. Right. And overwhelming sometimes. No, I mean, it's rumor. So Right. No, I'm just saying. But that would be sweet. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, I saw that, I don't uh, know, a week ago or so. I don't okay. remember. Yeah. So that would be awesome. I still think, I don't know, it'd be great if you did, like, a 64-man tournament. And take like sixteen from Raw, sixteen from SmackDown, sixteen from two hundred five, mm-hmm. and sixteen from or sixteen from like two hundred five and UK, and then like sixteen from. Dude, so think about this. NXT. You do you do that right? You still do that, but like two months leading up to that. Like, all the matches actually mm-hmm. count for a change of pace, and that determines your seed in the tournament to determine who's, oh, like, cool. your number one seed and your number six seed. So let's say, like, you go by your normal booking, everybody's going to be fairly even because it's 50-50, but yeah. for two months, you don't 50-50 book. Yeah. And you've got people, so they're seeded, and you've got, like, you know, uh, Kurt Hawkins at the 16 seed, whereas Samoa Joe's right. the number one seed. That'd be great. I think they're both on, Hawkins is on Raw, right? Yeah. You don't see him. I don't. I think he's on Raw. Anyways, this is an example. But yeah, and then you got everybody else flows in the middle. You know, Seth Rollins is your number two seed. So if Rollins and Joe goes to the end, you don't see him until the last match of their their bracket. Right. And then you've got like NCAA style too. You mm-hmm. fantasy bracket. You yeah, make it a like whole big each, thing on your website. Each thing is your region, and then when you get the final four, mm-hmm. you do that in a paper one pay per view. Right. And you know you do Raw versus SmackDown, UK versus NXT, or actually or, you do them. Cross. Yeah. So like Raw versus NXT, SmackDown versus yeah, UK. Yeah, that makes more sense. Right. And then... I think it should be NXT slash 205. I think you combine right. those two together. Or UK and 205. I think UK and 205 because they're Actually, the UK and rosters. two. Yeah, but UK and NXT made more sense because they work together more right. often. But Pete... Or Tyler Bate and has been on 205. That's true, too. I mean, you could do it however. I yeah. guess the details we can I just think because the rosters are smaller on 205. But then I think... With the UK. But then I think WWE sells it as this, you know, not March Madness, but the right. equivalent. Right. They allow you to fill fantasy brackets out on their website. That draws more eyes yeah. to the website, draws more people to the product, yeah. draws more people to... It gives more reason to be mainstream. gives ESPN more mm-hmm. reason to talk about the seeds. Right. It makes it feel like a more legit product right. to the eyes of a casual or to someone new to the WWE. Yeah. Who, you know, maybe a UFC fan hearing about it that's never really gave it a shot and it's transitioning over because right. they rewatched a Brock Lesnar fight on the UFC mm-hmm. network. I don't know if that's a thing that exists. Yeah. It'd be can great. you watch old UFC fights? Is that a thing you can do? I don't know. I don't care enough to look it up. I don't I'm just care. curious. <laughs> like, I mean, you I'm just think. curious. If they had, like, a network. I think they're probably somewhere. I don't know if they, I doubt they have a network. I guess they're a lot smaller than I give them credit for. Yeah. I seem to think they're a bit more powerful. I mean, I guess if there's anyone out there listening to this, you can... Tell us. Tell us. Leave it in the comments. Social media. Social media. I do the Twitter. Th- I'm at Daryl underscore guns. Yeah, I don't know what I am. Uh, I think you're just at a beach. beach 2006, maybe? Oh, I don't know if it's too bad. Hold on. 2004. There you go. Beach 2004. That's fucked up. On Twitter. And yeah, 
Um, yeah. And we'll get a, a Buds Twitter page, we too. Will. Yeah. So you guys can leave official right. comments for the Buds and likes and likes and share shit for you guys. Right. You guys are going to get a name, too. You'll probably right. be the Buds. The Buds. That makes sense. Buddies. Yeah. I don't know if we can say that. Um, I don't think it's trademarked. I doubt it. We'll have to ask Pauly Shore. We don't know him, but we'll ask him anyway. I'll tag him in social media. I don't give a shit. There we go. At Polly Shore. I wonder if he has social media. I'll follow him on Twitter. I'm looking for that when we're done. Yeah. Um, anyway. Um, so we were talking about the tag match, match right? What's yeah. next? We got through the tag. Next was the championship. That was dope. Uh, it was, it was, uh, oh man, what black. a great match. Yeah. Um. So good. I heard, I never thought about this, and I think, I don't know what podcast I heard them talking about it. Alistair Black does the the backflip springboard off the middle rope into his sit down like I'm sitting here sitting yeah. down like you know into the right. I don't, like cross underneath yeah. him I don't know what you call this I I do but is it socially okay it's oh Indian, it's Indian style it's Indian but is that style. what it is I don't know if that's right. a, Native American style is that racist I don't know how that works I don't know what it's called by any other I know than um, this but that could also just be an Ohio thing. It could be because Ohio. If you're not from Ohio, let us know if this is an <laughs> if Indian style is an Ohio way of sitting only. Right. I should know me. Where you cross Virginia. your feet, like right, yeah, in the middle, and your knees are bent, and yeah. Knees. It's your Indian knees bend so your feet come in, and they're like tucked under your your right. calves. Yeah, your calves. They're like tacked un- yeah. tucked under your calves underneath right. you. Right. And, like your heels up against your, your butt, there. right, and your toes are pointing away from you, like. They were if you were standing up at perpendicular. Right. right. Or, you know, we could just say the thing that Alistair Black does when he sits down. That. But anyway, that that move. Um, but here's what I was... The point I was getting to with that is that... Anyway, yeah. That's ridiculously fucking dangerous. He's not using okay. his hands for balance or to springboard yeah. or nothing. Like, he hits that wrong, he breaks his neck. Yeah. He don't give a shit. It's Alistair fucking Black. Look at him. He should. He's a beast. He's a dope wrestler. He's, yeah, he's one of my favorites. Like, yeah, he's, since his debut when we were in Orlando last year, he immediately yeah. skyrocketed to one of my favorite guys in his first match. I didn't know him outside of, I knew the name, but I'd never seen him wrestle, like, even a gif of him wrestling or anything, or jif, whatever the fuck it is. Gif. Right. Yeah. I thought so. Don't be. GIF is GIF. It's peanut butter. Right. It starts with a J. J-I-F. Exactly. Those are GIFs. G-I-Fs. Right. That's how we tell the difference. It's how we roll. If it's peanut butter or something funny that's going to be 4 to 30 seconds long approximately. Something like that. Yeah. And repeats mostly. So. Choosy yeah. moms choose GIFs. But I like the I like the story of this match also. Yeah, another good story um, told in the match between yeah. Andrade Cian Almas right. and, and Alistair Black. Black. Zelina at the ringside, which she's she's as responsible for Andrade being as dope as he is as he is. Like, not just because of the story of her turning him around from the party dude to getting him to be so focused, but what she does, her presence adds a lot to his in ring stuff too, with just the normal manager interference and shit. Right. But she's really, really good at it, and she gets under your skin as a fan, and. She got under Candice LeRae's, right. obviously. I was going to say, and she's not afraid to get in there and... Right, and mix it up. Mix it up and take I'm see her bumps. wrestle at I some mean, point. Yeah. Um, she is a wrestler, yeah, right? Yeah, she is. Yeah. I wonder if she hurt totally and... I, no. Or something? I, I have no clue. I still think... What did they do? 
they should do a mixed tag with Candace and mm-hmm. Johnny versus almost if they didn't already I don't remember no I don't remember but I think I would have seen that if it happened I feel like I would have too but I, I can't not see me like I can't picture me skipping a Gargano match at this point right the dudes had back to back five star I don't care I don't even see if what Meltzer gave uh I haven't seen it's five star in my probably opinion. haven't came out yeah. that's true I guess it is only no, Thursday in my opinion after. there was it was a five star match probably three five star matches on this card but almost four almost four Almost five. Oh, like all the matches, I don't think the lowest match I would have gave is a four star at, at the yeah. lowest, and that was the women's match. Yeah, I'd say that was probably a four star match. That's how good this fucking takeover mm-hmm. was. I'd go four, four point two five, and then the ladder match and Gargano Ciampa are definite fives. Yep. And then championship match. Championship match. Four probably and a half. four, four and a half to four and three quarters. Yeah. Could have been. I'd have to rewatch it. I would, yeah. I would want to rewatch it for sure to determine right. that quarter of a point, but right, right. in that ballpark, because phenomenal yeah. show, dude. I'd kind of like to. I kind of like watch the show split up, like one each night for a week or something, because oh, one match each. Yeah, time? because the problem, the problem with this show is there was everything was a high. Mm-hmm. There was me. no downs, right? And your downs were like your your video packages before, right. which were insanely well done. They didn't yeah. feel as stretched out as the WWE ones no. did at Mania. They feel more. Con- I felt like I got more out of them because I didn't get bored watching it, just wanting the match to start. Yeah. Like, come on, man! I've seen all this shit. I just want to watch Nakamura and AJ Styles. And I did. Yeah. It was okay. That's good. And I, I need to rewatch that one also. I need to rewatch that whole pay per view too because, as the opposite, so, so much unexpected man. shit happened that. Yeah. And I don't have seven. No. But so, but you can fast forward through four hours of it. That's true. Because you don't. You just well, I guess I don't want to rewatch the pre-show. I mean, maybe the cruiserweight match. I wouldn't mind rewatching yeah. again. It was solid, and honestly, we were all kind of talking and stuff. Where I wasn't paying mm-hmm. good, good attention mm-hmm. to it until the very end of the match. Yeah. So, yeah, know, I'd like to give it a fair gamble, fair shot yeah. at it. But so then the uh, the reason we were all there, Johnny Gargano. Yep. Tommaso Ciampa. Motherfucking Ciampa. Rebel Heart versus the Black Heart. Yeah. Um, <sighs> it was really good. I'm surprised. That's the understatement of the year. Like, it was really good as the understatement of the year. Yeah. It was really it was good, really dude. Really good. Like, it was more than really good. It was yeah. one of the best matches I've ever fucking seen in my life. Yeah. It was the best unsanctioned match, mm-hmm. and even by that, you can include any kind of uh, anything that even comes close back backstreet brawls or yeah. like uh, Gold Dust Pipers. One of the ones that's always been top of my list for those kinds of matches. They did the whole Bronco OJ thing, if you remember, which was dumb, but the match itself was was just good. And this was up there with that one, and it was perfect because the championship match goes off at the time TakeOver would normally right. end and then yeah. this came on like it really was tacked onto the end exactly. the referee didn't wear a referee shirt right. he just wore like a black if I remember it was a black shirt I think yeah black shirt that was excellent just, yeah that was like, so good the only thing I wished about it is I wish they would have owned it even more because the way called this, the commentary team yeah and and put up the logo before we went yep. to 
like have the Agreed. commentary team. We said that during, but yeah, yeah, I know we were on the board, but yeah, like, that would have made it perfect. Right, like make this truly perfect. unsanctioned. Like yes. Nobody. I want a real unsanctioned you know, match between these the guys. The show's over. We have no responsibility. But I like that they gave it the touches they did. Mm-hmm. It's the oh, yeah. little things that help yeah. sell a professional wrestling show. And yeah. I'm assuming Triple H makes most of these calls. But right. if not, whoever he's hired to knocked it out of the fucking mm-hmm. park. I know he books NXT. I don't know how much other input he really right. has. Because you got to imagine, he's a busy fucking dude. Right. When, well, when you're looking at... I mean, did you see who booked the ladder match? No. It was Shawn fucking Michaels. That doesn't surprise me at all. I know he exactly. produced it. I didn't know he or, booked it. Yeah. I know produced he, it, whatever. I knew he yeah. helped produce they helped it. Yeah, I knew together. that. And it's oh, like, yeah. well, of course, because Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels. Right. right. Like, that was... He's the reason ladder matches are a thing. Yeah. To a lesser extent, but first, chronologically, because of Bret Hart, and then everybody remembers Razor Ramon. Right. Like, that's, yeah. That's the only ladder match that rivals this tag team one I just saw. And considering I was like, my heyday of a fan during TLC 1 and 2 to say Mm -hmm. that this match was better than that, this was probably a better tag match than the TLC matches with the Hardys and the Dudleys. This is better than TakeOver with AOP and DIY and the Revival. It was, but this <laughs> yeah. match. Yeah. Oh, fucking God. Right. I don't know what else to say. Yeah. The show was just nonstop. It made WrestleMania yeah. more difficult because there was no down, and I was just, I was kind of tired going into Mania mm-hmm. because there was no, like, it was just two and a half to three hours of just right. pure excitement for the matches. And yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. No. But not when there's seven hours of mania the day after. Plus, I've still got normal response. I'm 34, and obviously, I don't, I'm don't. not rich, because you don't know who I am already. I'm not famous. <laughs> exactly. Not yet. Hopefully. Right. That's why I'm... Do this. Yeah. No, that's why I play bass guitar, man. I do this for fun. That's why I play baseball. That's I why play I play baseball, baseball on uh, the Xbox. <laughs> yeah, that's a fun game. So, <laughs> so going back to like the people Triple H is hiring. Yes, I was actually thinking about this the other day, and the difference between NXT and the main roster, which they can't see my air quotes. Right, air quotes. Air guys. quotes. Main roster, because um, I think NXT is better. But anyway, it's is because Triple H is hiring wrestlers to produce a wrestling show. Vince McMahon is hiring writers to produce a wrestling show. And Vince McMahon's defense, air quotes, defense? I get it. Well, I get it too, but here's... Yeah. Let's go back to when Vince was kind of really getting going, and one of his competitors was a wrestler who went by Ole Anderson. Right. If you watch the product or go back and understand what it was like to have a wrestler in charge of wrestling, it sucked. Well, yeah. It was god-fucking-awful. Right. Right. But if you get the right ones... It's not just that. It's yeah. the entire team that he yeah, put together. Exactly. It's not that it's any. It's not that he hired Shawn Michaels. Right. It's right. not that you I mean, have, I guess you can look at SmackDown because you have uh, fucking Road Dog running that, and it's been shit for a year. But he was also so, running it when it was when the it was A good. show, in my opinion. Yeah. And as far as I know, he ran it this past week, and it was good. Right. right. It... It wasn't amazing. Yeah. It wasn't on level that it used to be, but it was the step in the right direction. They got word, yeah. with, words off the screen. Right. They didn't slam every woman in the same spot that I just saw the women do on exactly. Monday Night Raw. Yeah. God. So let's talk about that real quick because we're done with yeah. NXT, but God, yeah, it's fucking great. iconic. Right. Best debut, iconic. one of the best 
The so Iconics, good. one of the best debuts ever in professional yeah. wrestling. So good. ever, like, yeah, they just their promo told you they exactly just, who they were and what they were there for and what they were there for. In case and you didn't they, know, and then they did it. They just beat the shit. Yep, out of Charlotte Flair. It was and amazing. It was really fucking good. Yeah, and then and Carmella. Yeah. And the crowd knew, like everybody knew. Yeah. Because here's here's how everybody knew. I knew everybody knew when I went to work on Monday. Mm-hmm. And I've complained to you before about a couple of yeah. casual fans. Yeah. So one of them came up to me and said, you understand wrestling better than me, so maybe you can explain this to me. And I said, okay, go. And they said, the only thing that didn't make sense to me, as someone who only really watches a couple, four or five pay-per-views a year, the big ones basically, why did Carmella get thrown out like that immediately and not cash in her briefcase? And I'm like, I don't fucking know. I don't fucking know. That's why. And it was so much better than if she would have done it. Yeah. My idea was she was going to cash in on Bliss, who was going to win against Nia Jax. And yeah. I'm actually glad that's Nia Jax won that too. match, but that's what I thought was going to happen. This was better. Yeah. This was way better. Um, Do you think that Carmella yeah. just becomes part of the Iconics? Um... And made that's why they changed Maybe. it. It's not the iconic duo anymore, right? Ha! Ah, how about that, man? Yeah, the triple eyes. Cash me outside. The three eyes, eyes on the beginning. Three, one, two, yeah. three. The Staten Island girl teaching a few Aussies how to America. How America? <laughs> I think that would be kind of neat. Yeah, they could be like the uh, the female New Day, really. And New Day yeah. rocks, man. They do. They they, kept, they tell me every week. New. Dead rocks. New dead rocks. All right, well, I'm looking here, dude. We're approaching the 40-minute mark, which nice. personally was my kind of goal for episode one, just yeah. to kind of give an introduction of who we are. And right. So I think uh, before we close out, social media again. So right. you can catch me at, at Daryl underscore guns, D-A-R-R-E-L-L underscore guns. Right, and me at B, what is it? Beej2004. That's B E E J, two thousand four. That's two zero zero four, right. buds. B double E J two <laughs> double O aha four. D A double R E double L underscore guns. It's Daryl Guns. Right. Ain't I great? So yeah, and then like I said, we'll figure out the buds thing. It's gonna be depend on what's available. And, uh, yes, are we we have real lives, so we don't have a schedule yet. But we're aiming for right. bi-weekly, at least on Sundays yeah. at the minimum, at bare minimum yeah. is what we're hoping for. Yeah. And we're obviously mostly going to be a wrestling show, as it's in our name. Right. Uh, but we're gonna do many episodes where we talk yeah. about other things because we like right. stuff that's not wrestling, like yeah, like. Wrestling, video games. Yeah. I do like a video. I like that two K eighteen game, man. Yeah. That's pretty dope. Right. That's not wrestling at all. WWE it's video games. Two K and two K sixteen. That was and a good 16, one too. Yeah. I didn't play seven. I didn't either. Sixteen. No, sixteen was shit. <laughs> because backstage Renee Young. Backstage Renee Young, <laughs> who was scary as fuck, <laughs> and then uh, poor Renee Young. Well, dude. and then the fact that I got it for the three sixty and it didn't have any. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. features. I forgot about it was that. bullshit. No, that was fifteen. Because no, I got 16. Did you? Yeah, we both had 16. That was 15 from the Pirate House. I bought 16 when I moved in here because it was the first fully fleshed out good one. Uh-huh. 15 was the one you... What year is this? 
Eighteen is the new one that we're playing now. Well, the last one on the 360 was... That was that, 15, and it was garbage. the first one yes. on the Xbox That was 15, and it was sucked. Shit. Yeah, I think that was 15. And I didn't... know because then I don't own 16. I own 17. So you skipped 16. I skipped 16 because I was so pissed. I didn't, and it was worth it, because it was decent, except for creepy backstage Renee Young. Because right. I don't know what they did with her character model. It was yeah. fucked up. But, but um, so way. you probably will know this because you found it, but this will be immediately available at fireside.fm. And then um, in the very, very near future, I've learned it's going to be about a week or two before we're on iTunes. Uh, Spotify, for some reason or another, seems to take forever. But eventually this will be up there. We're, we'll, I'll get us on Google uh, now. Google. Google. Google Store. Google Plus. Google Play. Google Play, that one, the Google one. Maybe we'll, we'll be on the Google one uh, for right, sure. It's Google Play Music. There you go. So oh, we'll be. Huh. So yeah, we'll be on iTunes. We will be on. All right, music on YouTube. There you go. Uh, we'll be on iTunes. We'll be on Spotify. We will be on Google and Fireside FM, where we will always be. That's our host. Yeah. Like, comment, and subscribe. PJ's watching videos. No, because we said, I said Google, and they must have thought we said, okay, Google. Oh, and Google and started, so started playing videos on YouTube for some reason. Go Google. So anyway, yeah. How do we close out? Good we forgot that. Um, I don't know. What's up, what's up? What's up, what's up? <laughs> that's how we should start, not end. Yeah, I know. I think uh, that's how I start the other podcast, though. I don't know. I guess I could, well, we, we have a start for this one. Yeah. And till next time. Until next time. This is BJ over there. And Daryl over there. And Daryl over here. And Daryl. That's my line, so it's okay you mess up. Yeah, it's good. All right. All right. All right. We'll figure the fuck out. All right. See ya. Right. Peace (laughs) out.